Is it time for you to be more productive? Stay tuned for strategies on how to maximize your productivity. Welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and if you're listening for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great week. In this episode, our guest, Karina Lawson, she'll be sharing how we can maximize our productivity through office decluttering, and she's going to share details about her product, Ponder Lily. I will also be sharing my product at repurpose and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, when was the last time you organized your office? Was it last week, last month, last quarter, last year? Well, I always like to share with you some very interesting, either statistics or possibly trends. So this week, did you know that the average person wastes 4.3 hours a week searching for paper? 4.3 hours a week, which is why I wanted our guest who brings a wealth of knowledge and productivity, Karina Lawson. She's a business efficiency consultant, executive mentor, certified high performance coach, and the founder of sustainable luxury stationery brand, Ponderly Paper and Planners. Her mission is to help high-achieving professionals and entrepreneurs create a space in their schedule and find the sweet spot where ease and efficiency meet so they can feel fulfilled from work to weekend. And, of course, you can always go to the website, which I'm going to have a, a link to that, to get some free productivity principles. So, Sit back, take your notes, share it with a friend, my conversation with Karina. And welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized, the conversation. I am excited because I have Karina. Yeah. I always like to make sure I pronounce people's name right. Lawson here. And I'm going to read because she is doing some amazing things. First of all, she's a business efficiency consultant, high performance coach. But of course, what I'm really interested in, she is the founder of Ponder Lily Paper and Planners. So, you know, I'm really super excited. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Jenna. I'm excited about our conversation today. So, of course, before we get into like how really people can be more efficient in the work environment, I wanted to talk to you just about your journey. I mean, you're a business efficiency consultant, high performance coach. You created a planner. Like, how was that journey? Share with us. Of course. So my uh, children were just about eight months old. I've got twins and I had always been um, someone who 
kept herself busy between schoolwork and working full time. I've always kept myself busy. I've always had a planner. I've always um, had a life that was pretty much on the go. However, I found myself at one point in my life, and this was about seven years ago, where I was overscheduled, overweight. I was um, overwhelmed and successful. And I wondered if there was a different way to do things because for the sake of my health, what I didn't know at the time, but what I was actively doing is that in um, the many pages of my planner, I couldn't find myself. I couldn't see things that I was doing for me. I couldn't see things that I was doing that reflected my values that, you know, I always said, I really value family and my health. And when I looked in the pages of my planner, I couldn't see a time where I was dedicating to working out. I couldn't see a time that I was dedicating to um, keeping my appointments with my doctors, right? And I should have been paying closer attention to that. Uh, because I had not one, but two raging autoimmune conditions that kept me very tired that I brushed off as something like, you know, I'll just catch up on my sleep on the weekend. And it, it that wasn't cutting it. And once I drew a line in the sand and I figured out that that's not the way that I wanted to lead my life so that I could live my life, um, that's when I realized that my I deserve better. So my children deserve better. My friends, my family, um, although I was doing very well at work, I could only imagine how much better I could get at my job if I could regain my focus, if I could regain my energy. So, um, and it was, it's so interesting that when people ask me this question, how it all started, my, what comes to mind for me is almond milk because I had a very sweet, very dear friend visit me when my twins were just a few months old. And I had mentioned, you know, I'm not feeling very well because I, you know, I didn't know at the time I was having uh, symptoms from my autoimmune condition. And she very well-meaning suggested that I made almond milk myself by hand. And, you know, mind you, there's a time and a place for making your own almond milk listeners. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a time and a place to pick it up from the supermarket. I had no business doing that when I was trying to keep two little children alive. And I thought that, okay, like the, uh, the perfectionist in me, the person that was always trying to people please within me said, you know, um, people will value me if I do this, if I try to get the muslin cloth and squeeze the almonds and make the thing. Long story short, it didn't taste great. I could have picked that up from the supermarket. I could have saved a lot of time. And I just decided, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. No. And um, I didn't want my children to be faced with that type of decision. Am I a professional or am I the mom that cuts things into shapes and make the, makes the almond milk, Right. And so I started questioning balance a lot. And I know that your initial question was like, how did this happen? Well, I first realized there was a better way to lead my life instead of so I could live in it, right? And um, I realized as well that um, it would start with me. And so I wanted to create um, 
a tool, a productivity tool that started with um, intentions it, that had my health like in the center so that my life wasn't shifting to the margins. And in having conversations, my, in my master's um, degree research, I actually researched workplace wellness. And so I've had the opportunity to talk to many people about what makes them perform at their best at work and what makes them feel at their best, right? And so I, during my lunch break, I just took out a piece of paper and pen and right before I knew it, there was the, the the weekly pages, the weekly spread of the Ponder Lily Planner. And lucky for me, I have had amazing co-workers that I could just say, you know, you're a single mom. Can you look at this? You know, you've got two kids. Can you look at this? You know, like you um, are a professional who's super busy and on the go. Can you look at this? Can So in having, um, and even my male colleagues weighed in. And so in developing that, a, a system that would put people's agendas front and center, their health agendas front and center, and yet was flexible enough is what prompted me to every 15 minutes that I had that was of my spare time, whether it was during my lunch break or right before my kids went to bed, I would find space to um, launch this business. And I cannot believe to this day that um, it all started in my kid's nursing chair, me Googling how to... (laughs) take a planner from Microsoft Word to, you know, um, and since then I've been very fortunate to help so many people in their journey for making quality decisions with their time. And uh, yeah, so um, it's been seven years. It's, I've learned so much. I've been able to meet so many wonderful people. And um, I always find that when you do something that's that really sits well with you, that you're passionate about, the world aligns in your favor. Um, my sweet father-in-law came out of retirement to help me with the company. Um, he really enjoys it and he really supports this dream of mine. And I'm so grateful. Uh, my sweet friend, uh, who's a graphic designer, um, helped me like talk about, like, you know, do production so that I could do, um, print the planners. Right. And so again, the world aligns in your favor when you find your calling and, um, when you find your purpose. So. And that's a wonderful story. It just lets you know that when you realize that maybe there's something missing out of your life that you need and how just by creating something, it can impact so many others. So thank you for sharing it. So my first question to you is because you do work with business professional people, what impact does clutter specifically have on the work environment? Because a lot of times you hear all about clutter in the home and, but what about the work environment? Oh, and the work environment starts with their desk, right? So clutter on their desk, um, like it really impacts the way that they start and end their work day. I, I hear from a lot of clients when they say like, you know, like I'm always, I never know when to close my laptop and finish. I'm like, do you create a ritual, right? right? Perhaps like tidying your desk so that when you arrive, when you sit down at your desk, you have a, like, it feels like you're driving it, right? Like you have a purpose. It's a clean slate. And so your whole attitude changes when you've got a space that's warm and welcoming, that has a reminder of 
why you're there in the first place, right? So um, I'm just looking over at my desk right now. There's a picture of my family and um, it's, it has very soothing, clean, white background because I, I like to feel like I'm stepping into a clean slate for my day. So clearing out clutter in your workspace is extremely important because it affects your focus, your ability to focus, uh, which in turn has an impact on your performance. And your environment um, sets the tone to how um, your mood is going to go, right? Like it sets the tone to how you sit at your chair. Um, and it also creates a space where other people feel welcome and other people feel like you've got your stuff together, you know? Um, so it has, a, it has a huge impact. Professional, um, especially my professional clients, they want to have that, um, even if they work, whether it's a cubicle or um, the, the, in the C-suite, like they want their people to feel a certain way when they come in their space that reflects the type of professional and person that they are. And you're right about that because, you know, as, as you probably have experienced, I know I have, when you are working with people and you do see all that stuff on the desk and you may have to be the person that has to put something on the desk, you're almost like, now, wait a minute, if I put it here, is it going to get lost? What's going to happen? And then you start thinking of creative, well, where can I put it so they'll at least see it because it won't get lost. But you're right. It's like when you walk into that space, when you do have it a little bit more organ you're strategic about the way you leave it and when you come into that space you're a lot more productive so you already talked about the clear you know really talking about clear desk are there a couple of more strategies that you know professionals need to really thinking about in regards to decluttering so they can be more effective and efficient in the workplace oh i think this is a top tip that i started using um that has really um created anchors for me like right at the beginning of every month i have a really fun calendar um like a calendar reminder to like do a, a like a, a big tidy in my office and kind of like to shake things up i like to like have you know change the pictures that i've got in my office like i have a look at like how my drawers are looking because it's not just what people uh, can see it's like clearing out the clutter within your cabinets like in you know and your files are they all sorted out but creating a really fun reminder um like tidy uh tidy for like mine is like you know um clear your space and make like clear just clearing your space for for you know for a better um for a better month so um like and create like different prompts and things like that so you get into the habit of it and then speaking of habits once you do that create something that then anchors that behavior so that you continue to do it and you end up enjoying it so um at the beginning of every month like that's when i clear my slate and i give my office like a, a much um, more intentional tidy and i always make sure i get a cup of coffee for my favorite coffee place like at the university of work and so that's you know again so my brain creates those neural pathways like oh it's like that fun time of the month where i get to like 
you know, give my office a bit of a tidy. And I always like time myself as well so that I know I'm not going to be doing that forever. And it's almost like a game. Like how, how long will it take for me to sort out my files this month, you know? And I know that I immediately after that, I get to go get a really delicious cup of coffee. Um, so it not only gets me into the habit of being intentional and getting it done, um, but I look forward to it the following month. And I like that because so many times when we are thinking about organizing, we schedule times for our home and those spaces. But I like the way you're intentional about every month. You really kind of focus on the office because with the office, there's so much going on. Projects get finished, then projects get started. And then it's just so much, you know, things, whether it's paperwork or digital, et cetera, that you really have to manage. So I really like the way you just are intentional about that once a month that you actually focus on it because then that really does make you more productive because then you're really more focused on the things that you have to do and not all the stuff that you've already done. Wow. Well, you know, Corinna, I could talk to you forever, <laughs> but I want you, but one of the things I want to talk to you about is how do you stay organized? Cause you've got the planner, you've got the kids, mm-hmm. the family, you know, you've got all these things just, to manage, but how do like uh, maybe a tip or two on how you stay organized? Right. Just for everyone listening, I don't do all those things at the same time. I'm very intentional about managing my energy more so than my calendar. So I have, and you, I kind of alluded that when I said that I have like my fun filing Fridays or like my, um, that I typically have a big clear out on the first of the month, but I like to start my week well. Um, And by that, I mean that not on Monday and not on Sunday, but like Friday, like when I end my work week, I like to look ahead and ask myself, what do I have to look forward to next week? What's going to be exciting? Um, Instead of like, I've got this appointment, I've got that appointment. So I start with the fun stuff first because you know, you've got one life. Like, like we, we all have um, things that we like to look forward to. So I start with what I've got to look forward to. I think about then what worked well for me la- the previous week. And then I start um, managing my calendar, meaning that like, okay, if I've got a busy week ahead, like, I need to make sure that I've got some anchors for downtime or make sure that my appointments are not back to back. I stay organized with um, Ponder Lily, for example, is that I take my Thursdays are the days that I typically do this exercise and I work in the business a lot more intentionally than other days of the week. Um, I see coaching clients twice a week. And I'm very intentional about those blocks of time. Um, my clients are professionals, so they like to have a standing appointment with me, um, which is helpful for both of us. And my calendar does not get touched on the weekends because that's the time that I spend with my children. And any time that there's a special date for that, you know, with their school or anything like that. So that's how I typically stay organized. I find something that I can look forward to the week ahead. I find things that um, worked well for me the week before, any lessons that I may have learned. And I typically dedicate days of the week to push and pull, you know, and I'm very open 
to, and I think it's a, it's a mindset um, habit that I've created. I'm very open to being flexible. Yes, I've got things scheduled because that structure allows me to um, anticipate when things are coming, right? But it doesn't mean that it stays the same every week. Um, there are different reasons for different seasons in our lives. And um, sometimes like I make sure that I'm not doing as many, I'm not seeing as many clients, right? When during the summer holidays or that um, Ponder Lily is a very cyclical business that I'm, that I'm using my time intentionally within those seasons. And like, I, I'm really in tune with um, what I need in terms of my energy management, meaning um, I perform better when I set an intention and I leave myself enough time in between appointments. I know what happens when I don't do that. The other thing that's very important to me is that I'm constantly checking in um, whether to see whether what's on my calendar is in line with my values because I like to make value-based decisions, meaning like where is my workout time in my schedule? right? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be at 8 a.m. or like at 9 a.m. every day, um, but it needs to happen for my health. And that's very important to me. So that is something that is not necessarily time bound in my calendar, but it's something that I know needs to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Like my, I look forward to my walks every day, whether they happen after I drop my kids off at school before I go to work, because I do work a nine to five, or whether it happens like, you know, in the evenings, uh, but right before I go to bed, but my walks always happen. And I'm so glad you said that because my walks always happen too. Like you said, it's either sometimes early in the morning or if because I've got an early morning appointment, I may, you know, squeeze it in in the afternoon during lunch. But you just said so many wonderful things. And one thing you did say was that how your calendar is really value-based, your schedule. And I think sometimes yeah. people don't understand that because we do have control of what we put on our calendar and, and we spend our time on. And it really can focus on all the things that you value value but also you said something about energy too because that's important as well and of course you know I'm an advocate and it, it bothers me sometimes when I hear people oh I'm not taking lunches I'm not taking breaks no you need to take care of you you need to take care of you so how can people connect with you but most importantly how can they find out more about the planner of course, like you can find out more about the planners um, at uh, www.ponderlily.com. Uh, I'm sure Janet will put these in the show notes and you can connect with me at we are Ponder Lily um, on Instagram. I answer all DMs myself. You're probably likely going to get a voice note from me because I usually answer um reply to things while I'm on, my, on that walk that I talked about with Janet earlier. Um, so yeah, I love to connect with everyone and um, yeah, reach out. Mm -hmm. It has truly been a pleasure to talk to you today. And again, those watching and those listening, I will have all the information on how you can get your planner in the show notes. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Janet. It was my pleasure. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Karina? And also, I want to make sure to mention again 
you get a 15% discount at Ponderly and use code GETORGANIZED at checkout and of course to be available for this free offer. And you can also go to the website and select free printables that you can access at the website as well. So both of those links will be in the show page. So make sure you take advantage of that offer as well. So now we're going to transition to Taylor's Tip Time. And this week, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you get organized in your workspace. Number one, don't just put things to the side. Don't just put that piece of paper to decide. Decide whether it's going to, you're going to have it in a digital folder. You're going to toss it. You're going to shred it. Make a decision because that will truly reduce the paper piles. Number two, spend time weekly deleting emails and voicemails you no longer need because then again, that reduces that electronic clutter. Number three, once you have completed a project or task, put the materials, supplies away. Get them out, remove them so you can have space for all the things you're currently working on. Number four, review what you have accomplished and complete it. Because a lot of times we are so focused on all the things in our to-do list that when we really sit down and see what we have accomplished, sometimes we can remove stuff that maybe within our sight, within our space, we can move it again. And then the last thing is make sure you clear your desk at the end of your day. Because when you do that, you're more focused when you come in the next day. So those are my tips from Taylor's Tip Time. And of course, as always, I would love to hear from you, especially if you're enjoying this podcast. So please leave a review on the platform you're listening to. And if you are ready to get your life organized, virtual sessions are available. Whether it's your paperwork schedule or overall life, I'm here to help you on your journey to organization. I want to be your guide. So visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com and schedule a complimentary 15-minute session. Take action now and get started with the progress today. And of course, I always want to make sure that I say thank you. Thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your shares. Please continue to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. I have an office organizing and also all about time boards. And don't forget to check out the YouTube channel and subscribe and click the bell for reminders because on YouTube, you can actually see my conversation with my guests. And ladies, if you're thinking of getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free to join. Each week, we'll continue conversations started here on the podcast. And now we are going down. We're like counting down to the new year because this is like eight weeks left, eight weeks so. And so therefore, we are counting down and just focusing on those little things that we want to get organized. People are posting in the chat what they want to do, what they want to accomplish. And I'm coming on and just giving them some strategies to get them started. 
And of course, do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Are you doing a dance by the kitchen sink? Or maybe you move aside some furniture in the living room so you can just do a little dance in the living room for? It is Tazza Tuesday time. And this Tazza Tuesday, we are, and it's basically, I want you to spend five minutes clearing out your in-basket. That's it. Five minutes clearing out that in-basket. We're talking about decluttering, being more productive, clean out that in-basket. And if you are really ready to tackle your workspace, I have a clear your desk, clear your mind course. And it is, if you're looking to clear your mind and boost productivity, then check out my Clear Your Desk, Clear Your Mind course. Whether you work from home full-time or on a hybrid schedule, these tips are great for small business owners too. And if you're the family manager, keeping things in order, whether you have a home office or work from a dining room table, check out this course. And I have a special discount just for you, those of you listening. So please check it out as well. Again, there's a special discount. All you got to do is click the link and once you click the link, you'll see the discount. So check that out as well. So now it's time for my weekly app suggestion. And this basically helps you, you know, for those of you listening for the very first time, it helps you kind of discover the latest apps that'll help you stay organized and be more efficient. Now, I am I am suggesting this app, and maybe you have another model, but the HP app, because I have a Hewlett Packard printer, but maybe you have another model. It, it scans, but it also faxes, because recently I had to fill out these documents, and I asked, I said, well, what's the email address where I can email them to? They said, oh, you have to fax them to, excuse me, I, um, but you have to fax them. To, I said, fax? I don't have a fax machine. I got rid of a fax machine years ago. So, but it was really nice to go in that app. And there are other apps out there. So, but I would definitely, if you have a printer, a scanner, then check and see if there's an app that will allow you to fax as well. So that's my app suggestion. Because we're talking about being more effective and efficient in the office. And then, of course, my Amazon product suggestion. And because maybe you're looking for the right tools to keep your life organized, I want you to check out my weekly Amazon products suggestions. And this week, go into the office section, the home office, the office section, file carts, magazine boxes, desktop files, so much more that can help you really organize what's in that office and be more effective and efficient. And then, of course, my repurpose suggestion for this week is to take that mug. And I know we get so many mugs. You may have gone to an event. They've given you a commemorative mug. Maybe you have uh, my throat. Maybe you have got a mug as a symbol of appreciation. So what you can do is you can take that special mug like I did and turn it into, actually, it's a place for me to put all my markers and highlighters. That way you get to keep the mug, but also make it useful. So think about that as well. 
And my book suggestion for this week is Making Peace with Your Office Life. End the battles, shake the blues, get organized, and be happier at work. Again, Making Peace with Your Office Life. End the battles, shake the blues, get organized, and be happier at work. So check that out. And I would like to leave you with our weekly quote to inspire you on your journey to organization. And this week's quote is, for every minute spent in organizing, an hour is earned. And that's by Benjamin Franklin. I'll repeat that. For every minute spent in organizing, an hour is earned. Benjamin Franklin. Well, I want to thank you for being for tuning into this episode of Got Clutter, Get Organized. Please spread the word about the podcast to your loved ones and your social media followers and share your support by leaving a review and consider supporting this podcast as an individual or business. For more information, check out the links in the show page. And of course, visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com for more information. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, you have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. <laughs>